When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thompson. This is our wrestling series. We do series on football, mental health, music, films, TV, conspiracy theories, and much, much more. We have all sorts of guests and shows. You can check them out at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. Please subscribe. We're, I think we're now up to 725. We're getting there slowly. Got some big guests coming uh, with the UFC returning on Saturday evening. We have UFC fighter Brett Johns joining us for the Danny Button Fight Show this week to break down UFC 249, which is kind of cool to have a, a current UFC fighter helping us break it all down, as well as a, a legendary British MMA fighter and Danny Button, former Cage Warriors champion. Uh, so, as usual, for all our shows, we have experts to break down what we discuss, whether it's doctors for the mental health, ex-professional footballers for the football shows, fighters for the fight shows. We're talking wrestling today, so who do we have? We have a wrestling journalist, a writer, an interviewer with Post Wrestling. He has his own YouTube channel, which is youtube.com, Andrew Thompson Interviews, custom URL. Welcome, my friend. How are you? Who's this Andrew Thompson guy? Sounds like a real a-hole. Nah, man. He's the real deal. Andrew, big time Thompson. (laughs) What they they call him on the streets. (laughs) No, big time. What's going on, sir? I'm good, man. You okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Everything everything going smooth as as best as I can call it. Stir crazy, baby. Definitely. Ready to go, ready to get out, ready to party like it's 1999. It's uh, it's just one of them things, and they just got to kind of suck it up and get ready for when they finally find a cure or find they let us out of our houses or something. But who knows? Been a, an interesting week of the, the graps again this week, my friend. For sure, definitely. Uh... Not not primarily raw for me, but NXT and AEW, I I really like both both of their shows. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying uh, the 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 stat cards versus stat cards thing. That's always entertaining and it's always a good time. Yeah, I think um, NXT and AEW have been superb now for a few weeks. They've been real good. Um, raw is like I. 
there's bits of it which I quite like, um, but there's bits of it which I can just like, oh, same old shit. Um, Smackdown, he's getting better, I think, a little bit, slowly. Um, I will start with Smackdown because obviously that we didn't talk about Smackdown last week because we do it before Smackdown airs. Um, was there was there anything which really sort of tickled your fancy from SmackDown on the Friday? It looks like uh, Jeff Hardy's back this week, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 hoping that they actually let him use the no more words thing. Like I'm really hoping that he brings that back. I think it'll be cool yeah. to for finally give that man his theme song that everybody wants. I don't, I don't, I never understood why it was so hard to just be like, oh yeah, you can have it back. <laughs> like why? Well, I never understood why it's so hard to uh, do that. But uh, another thing uh, was the I'm 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 intrigued by the Bray Wyatt Braun Strowman match because like and, and and not necessarily for like a good or bad reason. It's just I'm interested to see how that is going to play out. Like if they're going to do like wait is is it um is this Funhouse Bray that's defending the title against Strowman? I mean that's taking on Strowman for the title. It is yeah. I um, if you remember when they first announced this match, I uh, I questioned whether there was like an ulterior uh, motive for him wanting the match with Braun, and I'm still I still kind of lean in towards that. I still think something's going to happen. I don't know what exactly. Probably get cashed um, in or. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, I don't know, I just feel like they're building to something between the two and I don't know whether it's, they're going to align them again um, because there was an interesting thing. Um, Code Orange released a new song on Spotify um, and apparently there's a few, I haven't uh, listened to it all the way through, but I saw someone's video um, and there's a few references to Bray Wyatt within it. Um, not sure if there's also references to uh, Braun or not, but it's, I find that interesting that they've got like this new song, or they released a new song on Spotify. Um, speaking of Code Orange, with a transition. Speaking of Code Orange, I, I have <laughs> I have put it um, in this week's news update. One of this week's news update, uh, the Code Orange vocalist Jamie Morgan. Did an interview on the Metal Shops Backstage Pass podcast, sir. He said that things were looking really, really good as far as Code Orange playing live for Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 36. And he said that things were looking really good as far as if that was going to happen or not. So we got robbed out of a great entrance because I'm pretty sure that entrance was going to be nice. But it would it have been as good as Carrion Cross's entrance on Wednesday? That was a nice entrance as well. That was a nice entrance as well. Pretty good entrance. And shout out to Leon Ruff, man. That man has been getting his ass whooped over the last three weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he got he got a, took a whooping on SmackDown by Sheamus, didn't he? Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a great deal of SmackDown. Well, I mean. Are you still interested in the Mandy Rose, uh, Sonya Deville type storyline? I just I, I I I'm I'm interested in the promos. Uh, I'll say that I like the promos. I feel like they work. 
they work really well with each other. Like, I just feel like this is one of those things, man. Like, this is one of these views where it needs an audience to react. Like, it's yeah. not this. It's not the same. Like, it, it's, it's like I'm pretty. Like, I'm a hundred percent sure. Out of everything that was scheduled for WrestleMania, that 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 Otis finally kissing Mandy was probably going to be the biggest pop of the night yeah. in Tampa. I'm a hundred percent sure that crowd went insane for that man. And the night after WrestleMania, well, the Friday after WrestleMania, probably would have got a, another big pop as well. Like, yeah, I feel as if it, maybe it's losing a little bit of steam without the audience. Um, I also, part of me is, um, I feel like the only way this is going to go is eventually Mandy's going to turn on Otis, whether it's in a few weeks, whether it's in a month, whether it's in six months. And I've that's taken a little bit away from it. I'm also a massive fan of Sonia Deville. And I really want to see I would have liked to have seen her in the Money in the Bank match. I'd have liked to have seen her win the Money in the Bank contract. Um I don't know, it's losing a bit for me that one. Um looks like Seamus is probably gonna attack Jeff Hardy next week, unless they sort of swerve us by having the hacker. I saw that uh, I saw a few few people getting all excited about the hacker it's going to be cm punk and i was like there's no way they're bringing back cm punk with no audience no it, it, it ain't it, no. it ain't no way but 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 just to entertain that idea cm punk did come back to backstage made his grand return in front of no crowd yeah but that's different wasn't it you know is it is it like is it that different? It's kind of the same. I mean, but no, nah, I'll just entertain it. Like I think that's like I don't, I don't know. Like I, I think people need to give up on stop trying to predict what CM Punk's going to do because nobody knows what what he's going to do. Nobody knew he was going to be on backstage. Nobody expected it at all. Like I think I think people wish things would be much easier for people to process as far as CM Punk goes if they just stop trying to predict it. Like if it happens, it happens. Like I don't. I I think the only place that I could see him pop up at is WWE. I, I don't see him making a move to AEW. I I just no. don't. I I don't see that happening at all. I do see him popping up, and if he if he were to ever come back, I do think it would be for WWE. But I just don't know when. And I, I feel like the longer this, like people keep asking about it, the longer it delay him actually wanting to come back if he wants to at all yeah and i think the other thing as well with cm punk is he's out of the the jericho mold whereas he will you'll never know he'll never like hint at it he'll he'll have you believing that he's on the other side of the world the night that he's gonna come back anyway you won't see it coming nothing will leak it just won't happen um and I just think I just don't think they bring him back now. If they were going to bring him back at any point, it's going to be for a WrestleMania run or a Royal Rumble or a, somewhere like that with fans. I just think he, out of everyone in the world, he's pretty much the biggest pop you could get by bringing someone back. And um, I just think that it would be almost like a waste to do it on a show where there's no fans. But you just don't know, do you? If there's no fans for another year, do you hold off all your big pops because there's no fans? I don't think you can. 
Um, what do you make of the the way they're going with the Bray Wyatt and the Braun Strowman angle? Mm. I, I I didn't. Know I mean, I I, I I know we. Braun. I know we talked about it earlier. It's like, I'm. I, I don't know. Man. I I just feel like you should, like Bray should not be in the title. I feel like you just got him out of the woods with the whole people sort of kind of to forget about the the loss to Goldberg. It's like you you putting them right back into a title picture. It's not necessarily something I'm looking too forward to. Like if they if they are going to put the title on them. Like it's no backing out again. Like you can't keep, you know, switching every time. It's like inconvenient. Like you gotta yeah, ride it out. And then I, I, I don't think Strowman was ever meant to. Of course, I don't think he was ever meant to win the Universal Championship. I think that was always meant for Roman. And I, I mean, like maybe they do put do the switch and have Bray win the title. But if they do, you gotta ride it out. You can't just back out if it. If it like if you get stuck in a creative rut and be like, oh, I don't know what to do with him now, you didn't you put the title on, so you got to be creative and come up with with stuff for him to do and keep it fresh. Yeah, do you think we see John Cena at Money in the Bank? I haven't seen him since he disappeared. N- not at all. WrestleMania. No, I don't think so either. Um, do you think we'll see a cash in on on Sunday? Uh. Probably, I mean, I, 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 not not for the women's money to make mad because I mean they kind of sort of spoiled it. They say Becky Lynch was going to confront the winner of the Money in the Bank, so I'm thinking that's going to be a raw person that's going to win the Money in the Bank for the women and uh for SmackDown. The, the the only thing I can see with SmackDown, honestly, I think I think uh somebody's going to get cashed in on doing that Universal Title match, and it's probably going to be. Funhouse Bray, it takes the pin in that match. Who's in the Who's on Who's in the SmackDown Money in the Bank? King Corbin, uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, I don't see them going back to Bray and Daniel Bryan. That was the only thing. I think King Corbin will win the Universal Championship. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna say that. No, I, I think he is. I really think he is. See, I wouldn't be against AJ Styles winning it. I would have loved it even more if he had the club with him. But do you think they, the OC, will go back to the WWE as soon as the this crisis is over? I definitely think that's an option. I mean, the WWE they threw too much money at him, and I, and I think the only reason they they had to release him because they had two big, they had two like mega contracts. Like they were making like really great money. Like, and I think WWE probably will. Bring them back, but I mean they. Yeah, are, but but, the but now, but now they the ball is in their court, so they have. Yeah, they can you know the options. Money, they? they could make even more money now because they could ask for even more money to sign back with them. Um, the only thing, like I saw a lot of people saying, oh, you know, they're going to go to New Japan. Um, the, my only my only sort of point with that is is Carl Anderson's made it very clear that he's lagged living back in America. Um so I do wonder whether that is necessarily something he wants to do at the age that he's at now. You know, um he's got young children. Does he wanna be travelling the world? Would he rather get another you know, would he rather just basically take up that big contract again with WWE and just start it again in a couple of months? You know, I I 
I'm not sure. I, I, it's a difficult one. Um, mm, mm, mm. What about uh, Monday's Raw? Anything in particular? Not really. Not really. I mean, a AJ Styles' return, and I mean, he went on his mixer stream and said that he wishes thing he could have waited a little bit longer. Yeah, I am. Um, I really like the the stable of Andrade and and um, Austin Theory and oh, who's the third guy? I forget his name. Oh, for God's sake! Angel Garza. Yeah, Angel Garza. Um, I really like their stable, but I feel like they're beating them a lot, and it's making me care less and less. And then the people that they're beating them with, they're also doing it uh, like it's the same people all the time um, which I think is another issue because you see in these same matches they made notes, they even mention Apollo Crews after his injury I feel like they barely mentioned it which I think I said last week that it might be the start of a like a redemption story for him and you sort of laughed and said no and they did the same thing with Cedric Alexander. Like it's hard for me. Like they, they, they like so like WWE. They have like this history of like just being hella sketchy. But like when it comes to black wrestlers and like these pushes, like it, like you got to be like, like you 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 got you just got to be at the right place at the right time. Like how Kofi was. Kofi was just in the right place at the right time, and people wanted it, and they got behind him. Like I, like the, when Cedric Alexander when he had his thing going on with AJ. I felt like they should have done it at Clash of Champions. I'm like, bro, you're in Cedric Alexander's hometown. Do it. Put the title on him. This is the perfect time. And then what they do, they made him lose in like seven minutes. And then the next night on Raw, he lost again in like 10 minutes. I'm like, what are you doing? And like, I feel like they're about to do the exact same thing to Apollo Crews. They just need uh, a baby face for people to root for so they could just break them right down. Like, um, Well, not break them down, but have the 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 heel uh get another win like i i, I have no faith in them whatsoever yeah. i think i think the right thing to do is to put the belt on apollo cruz but i doubt that it's going if they do i will be genuinely surprised and you will see me tweet and i will i will scream through a tweet it's um i just i, I I would, Raw is I'm struggling with it at the moment. I'm struggling. Whereas I look at some of the talent on there, and there's guys which I really like. I love Alistair Black. I really like AJ Styles. I really like Andrade. I really like Austin Theory. I really like um, Apollo Cruz and a couple of other guys. But they're not. I just they're not really like catching my interest with what they're doing with these guys on a weekly basis and I, you know their ratings are going down and down and down um i would love to see alistair black win the, the briefcase I'd, 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 i've seen people say that i've seen people say that but like it's like the, the this dude walking around with a briefcase just does not look right yeah at all i wouldn't be against though if he did win it him turning up on Monday and saying to say if Seth Rollins particularly if Seth Rollins beats Drew by cheating on Sunday I hope he doesn't by the way but if he does 
which wouldn't be put, completely put, out you of put, the realms. You put putting that evil in the world. You put see I'm on the end of yeah. podcast. You putting that evil in the world. No well, more, no, 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 no more Seth Rollins. We'd had enough Seth Rollins as, yeah, uni- as well, world champion. What I would do is I would if they if they do do that, which I really hope they don't. If they decide they're going to do that, is put the brief, give the briefcase to uh, Alistair Black, have him come out on Raw on Monday, the very next day, Black Mass. Seth Rollins, knock him out cold, win the title, and get it completely new direction. And then give me Alistair Black versus Drew McIntyre. That'll be good. But um, I would like to see Drew, you know, obviously retain and go on a little tear. I'd quite, I'd be quite interested in uh, AJ Styles with the briefcase. Um, I feel like he could be a good heel, teasing cash-ins and... Um, just kind of one thing I think they've done over the last couple of years really badly with the briefcase they've blown through them really quick like you know back in the day like you the briefcase holder would still have it like six seven months later you'd forget almost that they had it um I think, where was it I think it was edge mm-hmm. cashed in like 10 months later or something and it was such a big pop because people forgot that you had it and I like that because if they don't bring attention to the fact they're carrying the briefcase around, you do just forget about it. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be against like a an AJ Styles carrying the briefcase around for a, you know for ten months or something until the time is right. Um, let's get to the good stuff. The Wednesday nights—they are so good, so so good. Wednesday nights. Um, oh, before we do Wednesday nights, uh, was there any? Like big stories from the news world this week, really. Uh, you had um, Nikki Bella. She revealed to uh, People dot com uh, from her book that she she was raped twice as a teenager. That was like a real massive story right there. So, and I'm you know kudos to her for uh, you know being able to speak about that. I'm sure that wasn't ideal or easy at all to you know no come out and speak about. So yeah, big kudos there for that. I know that was probably well, that that was a definitely a, a traumatic experience that she had to go through. So you know, um, yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, yeah, you had the Merlin State Athletic Commission. They fined AEW ten thousand dollars for that Moxley Omega match, and the uh, the old WCW announcer Chris Cruz was the one that uh, was the one that tipped them off about it. So yeah, that was uh. That, that that was some he he essentially snitched on AEW so that was uh that was who weird. Is he? Who is he? He's a, a former WCW announcer. I'm not familiar with him, but I'm sure um, he's I, real, real popular. <laughs> and um yeah, uh, Dan Matha actually did a sit down interview with uh, Tino Sabatelli. They both oh, of them okay. got released from NXT, and yeah, Matha. I don't know if you know, but he had a uh, he had a real bad car accident. Like yeah. a week before, um, he got released, and he he talked about like um, like when he when he he went into the trauma center, trauma unit, and then he got out the next day, and he was like one of the nurses. She was like he was like the first person to come into the trauma unit while she's been there, that like hasn't had that had like multiple surgeries or died on her. So it was like he he got real lucky. He was just talking about how he was grateful to be alive, and then. Tino Sabatelli actually opened up about his injury for the first time. Like he he was in um 
he was working the live events circuit and this was like 2018 summer of 2018 and he had a match an nxt title match against alistair black and then uh he, the match with alistair went real well and he was supposed to be off the next day but because mm-hmm. but because he did so well he got called by one of the coaches and they asked him hey you want to be in the main event again at tonight's house show against velveteen dream he was like hell yeah let me let, he drove to the show and he he said him and Velveteen were having a good match, and then um, Dream had gave him a drop kick, but I guess something went wrong, and he tore his pec. So uh, yeah, he went to go have the surgery, and he said the surgery went real well, and he knew he was gonna be out for like six to eight months. So he was like, he just went to WWE and told him, hey, let me go get my uh my elbow cleaned up too, because he had some lingering elbow issues from his football days and stuff like that. So he went to go get the, the elbow taken care of. But what happened was during the surgery, uh, one of the tools, a piece of the tool that the surgeon was using broke off and it fell in the Tino's elbow. And like they spent four hours digging around in his in his arm trying to find the tool. And then in the middle of that, they messed up one of the nerves in his in his. Oh, my gosh. And then he said he he woke up. They they it took him four hours to finally find that one little piece, because they obviously couldn't keep it in there. Cause that's hella dangerous. So um yeah he he uh, once he woke up he said for like weeks like he could not feel like he was like he, the the feeling in his arm would like go in and out and it was just like he stayed up for nights like crying just because it like it hurt that bad and then like it was just like he he could never like fully get a like a fair you know fair comeback and then he did come back in february of 2020 and then he got released two months later so yeah he was with wwe for a while wasn't he yeah yeah he was with them yeah he he, he was with them for a while uh another story um in new japan canceled the best of the super juniors and they canceled wrestle dynasty they put where they postponed wrestle dynasty until 2021 at MSG. Um, so, yeah, the best of the Super Juniors canceled. Uh, they don't have Dominion listed on their website at all. So, I'm guessing that's not going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like New Japan is... Um, and, and, I, and I really feel bad for them because they, they are doing things the right way, bro. But they are losing so much money every damn week. Like, it is ridiculous, like, how much money they're losing. Like, I mean, they're, doing, they're doing the right thing. But it's like, goddamn, bro. Like, they, they are losing hella money. By not running shows, and I know they said they considered, uh, they're considering the option of running empty arena shows. Honestly, at this point, like I really think, for the sake of their business, they should run empty arena shows just run because just run something, bro. Because like the like side, they're losing so much money. Like I don't, I don't want them to. Go, I, I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna go out of business, but I don't want them to go out of, because it's not out of the realm of possibility. Because they are, because if they're canceling. The right. more the people, um, you know, the more the longer it goes on, the more difficult it becomes for people to, you know, to 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 deal with the the lack of money coming in. Right. Um, and you know, not everyone is WWE, and the fact that if you look at the fact that WWE, you know, released so many people, they released those people because they were concerned about the mon- amount of money they're losing. Right. So whether it's New Japan or Ring of Honor, AEW, all these companies have got to cut their cloth accordingly to make Bro, I, sure 
Bro, I, I think a lot of people will actually tune into New Japan shows with empty arenas. I definitely do. Just because I think so many people miss the product. But but see, yeah. this is the thing with the best of the Super Juniors. You can't get no international talents in. Like, it's all going to be the same people. Like, you can't bring in Robbie Eagles. You can't bring in, like, the people who stay in America. They stay over, like, elsewhere. Like, you can't bring them to Japan right now. Like, it's only going to be the people that, you know, that are already there. Like, you got your Will Ospreay. You got your see. See, this is why I think a, a New Japan joining together with Stardom and using that partnership would be so beneficial because you can put together a full card without having to fly people in. Yeah. And I, I and I know they want to keep it separate, but I think it would like this. Or honestly, times like this are where you look at things hindsight and you'd be like, we should have did that because now look where you at. Yeah, and it's like. Time like, like this, you just got to think outside the box a bit. So maybe they don't necessarily look into do like joining up with Stardom now, but maybe because know, of this situation, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, uh, oh, you good? You got something else to say? I was gonna no, go no, to the I'm next. I'm just gonna really add to that. That's all. There's oh, never really more other than just you know. I think we'll find a lot of companies that are gonna do things a little bit different. They're gonna try and think of ways to think outside the box to enable them to you know just stay in business make money they've got to um even wwe you know with the cinematic stuff they're doing would they have done that previously i doubt not. it they wouldn't have done that if everything was run as normal but they did and they've discovered that people like it and they can do it well because they've got you know the production is quality if you whatever else you think of wwe you know their their production values and the the team they've got doing video packages and this type of thing are you know second to none. Um, go on, go go go. Uh, so we have uh the the revolt. They did their interview. We the talk is Jericho interview. So you know what that means. Whenever you do the talk is Jericho interview, nine times out of ten, you are probably on your way to. AEW, I'm assuming. Even even though they said during the interview that they're looking to uh not not jump into another situation, but eh, I don't believe it. I think that's just a throw off, and they they'll probably pop up at double or nothing. Maybe, uh, you know they 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 didn't really like bash WWE during this interview. They was just talking about how they felt like the tag team division wasn't improving, and they thought that it was just pointless. Uh, them being there, the tag team division wasn't going to improve. They did talk about uh. They they confirmed the clown costumes that Vince McMahon gave to them, and they uh, Dash Wilder, who's now known as Cash Wheeler, he said that he laughed in uh, Vince's face and Mark Carano's face and Bruce Pritchard's face when when uh, Vince handed him the picture, and and he said that he felt like once he and Dawson once they said, oh yeah, all right, like it's it's stupid, but like we're not gonna not do it because we're still in a contract. Like so, they was like, okay, we'll we'll do it, but just just know that when our contract is bad, we're not resigning. But he said they was like, we're we're gonna make the best of this, and we're gonna make it fun, and we're gonna make it our own. And he said like, once they said that, like a day after, they got a call that they were gonna be pulled from everything going forward. So so he so he said that he feels like because they weren't upset, it pissed them off. Like he, he yeah. like they, they they probably expected him to be like super pissed about it, but like they just laughed and was like, okay, we'll do it, and we're just gonna make it as good as possible. 
and then I think that pissed them off, pissed WWE off. So yeah, because the, and the thing is, knowing being as you know, some of these guys like Revival are so talented that they would have ended up making something good out of something terrible, and then it backfires on WWE. And like you say, they probably were looking to upset them rather than get them over. Um, but they're unique in that they weren't pissed off and they didn't not resign because they they wanted more money, they wanted a push, they wanted the whole tag team division to be, you know, cared for. Good, right. Good. Um, and I think they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for that because not many people, uh, not many guys, wrestlers particularly, I don't think they care enough about like other people to 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 turn down big money if that makes sense not right. saying they don't care about other people but just that don't think all wrestlers would have turned down big money to you know support other people if that makes sense uh yeah uh, th- three more news items um so Matt Riddle did an interview with Sports Kita and you know he shared that he recently uh before the whole pandemic thing mr riddle had a trip to wwe headquarters and had a meeting with one vince mcmahon and riddle and vince actually talked about the heat that he has in wwe and riddle said that uh basically yeah he said i was in vince mcmahon's office just three weeks ago before this thing broke out i was in the headquarters talking to him and yeah we mentioned that i have heat with certain people uh but yeah, basically at the end of the day, Vince is happy. Vince has the checks. So if Vince is happy, then that's all Riddle cares about. But both Vince and Riddle know that there are some people in the company who do not like him. But Riddle basically said that he does not care because Vince does Vince obviously does not care because Vince is uh all about the the green and, and you know making sure that people are uh bringing positive attention I guess to the company or positive spotlight to the company and Riddle's doing that so it is what it is but yeah he can he confirm that the Riddle there are some people in the company who do not like Mr. Rat Riddle yeah I think um, I find it very interesting um, because what I find about him is I people think I like people assume that the heat is Brock Lesnar but I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. The reason I don't think that's the case is because Brock Lesnar, like he loves wrestling, he likes wrestling, he doesn't like to travel, um, but he knows how to work, he knows how to do good business, he knows that Riddle's business, a good uh, a money match if they book it right and do all that sort of stuff. Now, Goldberg, I could see being super pissed off with Riddle um, and making... It very well known to other people that he's pissed off about him, um, but I think Brock Lesnar would do business with, with the, with the riddle, if uh, if the criteria was met that suits him, shall we say? But uh, I love Matt Riddle. I think he's superb. I think he uh, he knows how to do business. He knows that by saying the things he says, it not only stirs up. Even in this time where he's not, you know, um, where it's a bit subdued in terms of fan interactions and and buzz, he knows that by talking about having heat, 
that's going to get his name in all the the news publications and all this sort of stuff again. You know, who's Riddle got heat with? Who's this? The Riddle's got heat with certain people. Riddle had a meeting with Vince McMahon. It's all doing the rounds again. He's a clever dude. People write him off as a stoner and someone who's stupid, but I think he's very, very bright. Yeah. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, they're doing a show on A&E uh, Network called The Quest for Lost WWE Treasures, which they will be... Uh, looking for some rare WWE collectibles a few weeks after they let go of Zack Ryder and Kerr Hawkins who specialize in finding rare WWE collectibles and uh, Zack Ryder and Kerr Hawkins both reacted to the news and they laughed at it. So that was uh that was interesting. Yeah, so frustrating, so isn't it? And uh are you good? I was just gonna say they could you they could have used Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins for, for that. that. Yeah, <laughs> they could have used Zack Ryder for so many things. Even if they didn't want to push him as a a guy in the ring, they could have done so much more with him on the network. They could have given him a, a talk show, a call-in show. They could have given him a series. They, yeah, they, could, they, could, they could have put their podcast on the network. You know, there was so many stuff. They're popular. They their podcast is popular. So why wouldn't you utilize that? But they just weren't interested. If you're if they don't like you, if they don't want to put you in that spot, they don't care how um, popular you get. So, I agree. I agree. Um, last one here. Uh, Super Luchas actually did an interview with Epico Cologne, who I believe was also released. Um, he confirmed well this is his recollection of it that he went in him and primo went to go talk to vince mcmahon and vince confirmed and said it was, he gave the green light for carlito to come back to wwe and i guess after some time vince just changed his mind and said nah pass but i believe that carlito probably was going to come back and be like a manager or something like working with uh you know, working with Primo and Epico, and I think that would have did wonders for them just because of the star power of Carlito. And I think a lot of people would have been happy to see Carlito back. Yeah, man, I would have loved to. I would have loved to have seen them come as a stable and just be the Cologne stable, just be the Colognes. I think that could have been awesome. Um, but again, WWE can't. They cut their nose off despite their face. Yeah. yeah. So we were um, we were going to talk about uh, Royal Rumble. We're going to start our quest of uh, doing some retro reviews each week. We're going to start with the pay per views from two thousand and three, but we're actually going to start that um, on the next episode just because uh, I've got some personal stuff to attend to. So we're having a slightly short show this week, um, and I appreciate your flexibility, sir. May I say? Um, so just we're going to talk about. NXT and Dynamite very quickly. Then we'll give our predictions for Money in the Bank. And then we shall say, cheerio. Uh, do you like Johnny Gargano's new theme? Yeah, I like it. Hey, they, they, they need something new to do. Like the whole baby face Gargano thing. Like I think that's around yeah, his course. They like they, they needed something new. Like if they weren't going to send him to the main roster, then I mean, we'll send him to Raw SmackDown. Then I, you know, 
I think this was what was needed. And I think, it, I think honestly, I would have liked for Gargano to kind of take the backseat and just be like a, a valet to Candice LeRae for a little bit, like at least for a couple of weeks before he actually got back in the ring. Like, I feel like they should have solely focused on Candice LeRae. But, I mean, you know. Yeah, I, um, I'd i like to see that. Um, I, I'm not a massive fan of his new theme. Uh, however, I don't think I'm supposed to be equally. Um, I, you know, I think it is one of those themes which is people aren't supposed to like. It's, he's a heel. He's supposed to be the top, like the heel everyone hates. Um, I enjoyed him working with Dominic Dijakovic, I've got to say. Um, I really did enjoy that little short. Well, it wasn't that short, actually, was it? I think it was 10 minutes or so. Was it? Did it go that long? Uh, I haven't got the times on mine, but I think it was about 10 minutes. I, I enjoyed it. I, I really liked Dominic Dijakovic. Um, were you surprised that uh, he didn't? Were you surprised that he beat him relatively clean? No, because Dominic Dijakovic has been losing a lot relatively, relatively clean. So. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose he has, hasn't he? Um, we had a little recap of Imperium attacking Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. That match is going to be a banger. You know it. That is going to be. I'm looking forward to that. I that think Riddle. Thatcher, I think Riddle. Next week? Yeah, I think Riddle and Thatcher will lose. Yeah, me too. And, and, and then that's going to cause beef between Thatcher and Dunn. But, but I want to see Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. I nah, really yeah, wanna, yeah, I really want to see that match. Guys, I I just I just heard the twelve year old come out in your voice. I just heard it. The the twelve year old just came out the excitement. Yeah, I, 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 I just see heard. That. Go 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 on YouTube. It's yeah, but, up there. Yeah, but if they do it now, like in a couple of weeks, if they was to like do the turn next week or like the 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 combust combustible element elements next week, and they have the match with no crowd, can you imagine the slaps? As they just beat the shit out of each other. The slaps. The slaps. Yeah. I mean, um, but I, I, I don't think they should do anything until Pete Dunn comes back. I think you can just yeah. keep you, you, you can keep the tension there, but like I don't think anything should be formally done until, until Peter Dune has returned. When, uh, when Peter Dune does re- return, <laughs> do you think they could do uh, an amazing, uh, amazing mix of? comedy and friction between those three yeah i think it'll be incredible with riddle kind of like being the comedy relief as the tension grows between the other two i think it could be really good uh what did you make of chelsea green finally winning a match uh not 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 too much of it honestly i mean you know i wish she was on a winning streak sorry to interrupt you bro um, I wish she was on a winning streak now. Like, she had, like, five, six wins under her belt. I think that would have had such a big impact to build her up as a top heel in the women's division. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Sorry to interrupt you then, bro. Um, so we had Karrion Cross's uh, debut match. Um, poor old Leon Ross got the crap beaten out of him. Oh yeah, uh, pray, pray, pray for young Leon. Leon is he, he's he's getting he's getting a lot of work though, so I'm happy for him. 
I'm really happy for him. That's real good for him. Uh, yeah, uh, the the entrance with carrying cross that was that was really really nice. I really liked the entrance. It was cool as hell. I I kind of think it worked. I think kind of think it worked better without a crowd. Honestly, I think that entrance was very very nice. Real solid entrance. Uh, everybody knows Killer Cross, Carrying Cross. We all know he's a great wrestler, great mad wrestler. But I think what's really going to surprise people about the act when they found out how good Scarlett Bordeaux is in the yeah. ring. Like once they finally do that. But I mean, I think they should wait at least a couple months. Like I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to be annoying to her. But for the long, like the long term, I think it'll work better. Because once people see what she can actually do in the ring, they're going to be surprised. But I feel like for now, the focus just needs to be on. Well, of, of course, the both of them, but like the in ring portion needs to be focused on cross. Yeah. Are you surprised knowing that what WWE, like how WWE is, that they didn't do the smoke show gimmick that she had in Impact Wrestling? I, I I don't think they they would even want to do that because it's not theirs. They didn't come up with it. I I, I don't see them like never. They they I'm not they don't. They should have. I, I just I was surprised that they didn't because of just history. No, nah, I mean I I don't think they would ever like mm. try to profit off something that they didn't create. Like Impact created the smoke show gimmick, and I don't think WWE would want to be like. Oh, you know, we're using something that Impact made, yeah, you know, made famous. I am. Um, I, th- I love them as a, an act. Um, was question was his uh, entrance too similar to Alistair Black other than Scarlet? Nah. Okay. Um, remind me uh, before we do the Money in the Bag previews. For me to tell you the the Rusev conspiracy, which I came across. Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, but I, I want to just talk about um, the rest of these first. Let's talk Wednesday, and then we'll talk about um, Charlotte versus Io Shirai. Were you disappointed? Mm. Mm. No, not 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 honestly. I'm not because like, if Charlotte would have won, people would have just been like. When you run it through the whole damn division, if EO would have won, people would have been like, "What the hell? You take the title off Rhea Ripley for in the first place?" Like it's it's like a, a lose lose situation. Like I would rather this happen. So now, what I really think is about to happen, they're gonna do Rhea versus EO versus Candice, and probably a fourth or just those three. What they they would probably do Rhea versus EO versus Candice, and versus Charlotte for the NXT women's title and that will be the way for uh Charlotte to get the title back to the NXT women's division and then she'll be off to Monday Night Raw again. They give it to Candice finally. If if there was ever a time it would be now. I would like to see him give it to Candice and then have Io Shirai take it off her as a baby face like later down the road. Yep. Yep. Just for you know. Uh, right, what else for NXT? Do do do. What uh, what do we make of um, the the main main event? I was quite interested by what they did with uh, serial killer dude. What's his name? Dexter uh, Loomis. Yeah, I was interested by that. 
They've put him straight into the top part of the card, haven't they? They have not like hung about at all. Yeah, and that's because I think uh, he's about to go on a program with Dream, and they're just going to do like a battle with like the weird dudes, and it's going to be like I, I feel like that would be something that would really need a crowd to react off of. Because I don't think it's like more so of a wrestling thing; it's more of like a character thing. But I, I, I definitely didn't think at all that Dream had a shot of winning the title because of the allegations that are against him yeah, right now. Yeah, no way! I'm surprised they did the match. I was surprised they main evented. Like I, I thought that was going. I thought Charlotte and EO was going main event. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't think for a second that he was going to win the title. It's too, like the allegations against him are too, too serious. So I, I, I highly doubt it. Um, but yeah, man, Adam Cole having the. Hell of a run, NXT champion, and uh, I, 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 I take it off him eventually. I don't even see somebody in NXT right now that could take it off him. Honestly, like the only person I could think of is Karrion Cross, but dude, that's not like until five, six months down the line. Like Matthew Riddle. Uh, not 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 right now, not right now. Like it's it's Matt Matt Matt, Matt is like in his own thing right now like i feel like shifting him out so quickly like would just be like pointless like you gotta wait until pete dunn comes back yeah yeah when they when they come back you have and they go off and do their little few dead thing then after that you can you know if 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 somebody else hasn't already came along but uh right now like the only like legit the only person i could see taking the title off him is carrying across like but that's not until Five or six months down the line, like yeah, you, I mean, you might as well ride it out with Adam. I don't really think people are bored with Adam Cole at all. I'm not. No, it's because he's so goddamn entertaining. People love the undisputed era as well, which I think helps, doesn't it? That um, that people love it, so that that makes it easier. Um, and ultimately, you don't need to rush, uh, particularly in the in these in this lockdown. Uh, you know stuff that's going on now the one advantage of having no crowds is they can tell their stories how they want to tell their stories and i really want to see all wrestling you know aw nxt raw smackdown i want to see them tell long-term stories because they can they can tell stories how they want they don't need to swerve because so and so's booing rowan reigns or whatever tell the stories how you want as long as it's cohesive and entertaining and logical and it and it you don't just drop it halfway through then i'm good with it i want to see them tell these good stories um just lastly sorry mate on uh nxt how are you finding the old cruiserweight tournament um uh, I'm, I'm... i told you they were going to turn uh what's his head firing into a storyline and you did not believe me Oh uh, yeah, I'm 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 thinking they uh the 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 tournament is is going well. I think I like I mean the the matches are good. I just felt like some some of them are like just happening. Some of the matches are just happening. But I mean it's, it's going to feel like that regardless because you know uh the no crowd aspect. But I I think the tournament is going well. Uh, I like the thing they're doing with El Hio Del Fantasma. Uh, you know I I think he's behind the whole kidnapping kidnapping ring that's going on and um you know i i think the you know the ultimate 
like the final thing that should come out of this is Kushida being cruiserweight champion. I think he needs it. He's been in NXT for a full year and hasn't really done anything. So I think the the title will be very beneficial to him. And uh, you know, but they're doing with Drake Maverick. Uh, I, I I really think that he nine times. Well, I'm gonna say seven seven out of ten. He's resigned or they brought him back because I like I, I just refuse to believe that they're doing this to him. Like all these promo packages and all this stuff just to be like, oh yeah, you know, when this is all over, you're still gone. Like, but I mean, at the same time, they really could and he could just be like, well, you know what? Let me get all the um. Let me get all the hype I can behind my name before yeah. I exit. That's that's smart by him, honestly. Well, yeah. Even if he gets to the if he gets to the final and loses, they still fire him. He's hot because people care about him. People are into it. So it's like, you know, why not? Why why not? From both sides, um, I do think he'll re resign. I think um, I think there's a good chance that he wins and then loses to. Uh, the current cruiserweight champion, whose name I always forget, and I, I feel bad because I really like his work. But you know the guy. He's a, everyone used to call him Finn Balor Light. <laughs> AEW was an interesting show this week, my friend. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed the show. Really enjoyed fight, the show. Street fight, excellent. Wild. That was excellent. That bump which Sammy Guevara took from the golf cart was insane. I know it doesn't look like much, but that hurt. Yeah, I kn- you know that hurt. The way he hit it and then he hits the floor, he just drops. Oh, The pain, bro. Um, okay, so what else did you like from uh, AEW? Cody versus Janela we had? Oh, yeah, we, we could just run through the... Uh... Go ahead, run through the show what you got in your notes, and we could just go. Yeah, so we match by match, segment by segment. Cody, Cody v. Janela. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed the match. It was a good opening match. They had Nasty Leroy in the front row, man. I was like, what the hell is going on in the Janela zone? Shout out to Nasty Leroy. Uh, but um, yeah, that was uh, you know, it, it was cool for what it was. You know, I, I, yeah. I think I think they worked a you know a solid match. Um, and, and again, I think, you know, having the, the wrestlers in the crowd cheering and booing and stuff, that adds so much to the show, but dude, it adds so much to the show. Well, at one point, um, I, like the first 10 minutes of the show, I wasn't paying too much attention. I was doing something on my phone or whatever. Um, and then I looked up and I thought, God, they got fans there. Like mm-hmm. I thought they had some fans in there because they were making that much noise. Right, because you know they had, had they had they flew most of the roster in. Yeah. For the for this taping, so they had a lot of people, and then and, yeah, and, yeah. and they had they had people in the stands and people up, people up top on the rafters. Like they everybody was spread out, so like everybody was screaming and yelling and stuff. So it yeah man, that, they did they did it smart. They did it, you know. I still think they're missing the uh, the young bucks. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, but I mean, they all went in California, so and I and like it. They, I I don't think they want to take the risk of like traveling all the way back, and then you know they gotta uh, you know distance themselves from them fam- for their families for like two weeks, and I don't feel like they. Feel, I I don't think they feel like going through all that. No, when you got kids, that's hard. It's hard, man. Um, 
they highlight Nyla runs Nyla Rose's run in AEW with some video packages. And Finally, she's back. She, she is back, and she faces Kenzie Page, pretty much a squash. Um, I gotta say, I Nyla Rose is growing on me a little bit. Um, I think she's improved a lot. I like her, man. I always have. Um, yeah, I wasn't like a massive fan. I didn't like dislike her or hate her or anything. I just, I just wasn't into it. Like there was. There was other women there which I found more interesting or preferred, um, but like I like like she's got better. like Rio, I, I did think Rio was the was the right person to win the title like the first time, like the first yeah. AEW Women's World Champion. But like I feel like Nyla Rose, like she really started to like hit her stride when she started to like find her voice on the microphone, like. I like I, I know it's gonna be people who like you know always got something to say you know of course about her being yeah. transgender and shit like it's always gonna be somebody like that but like I feel like when she really started to like hit her and when she started to like use like the bass in her voice and she started to like pick up pick up on the microphone and stuff like that like I feel like that's when people like really took her seriously when she started like you know just basically found her voice and I was like yeah there we go and that's when I really got invested in Nala Rose I think she cut that promo I, I forgot where it was I think it was in Utah. And she, you know, she she put the bass in her voice, and she was like, you know, I'm run, I run this damn division. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I was like, there we go, there we go, that's the chant right there. And then now she been she been on the ball, and she been doing that ever since. And um, yeah, I think they're doing uh Sheeta versus Penelope Four versus Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander, I believe. Uh, the four way, I don't know why Big Swole is in, in that, but maybe she's just not, uh, she wasn't at the tapings. I don't know, but they're doing a four way, and I think the winner's gonna face uh, Nala Rose at double or nothing. So, yeah, man. Uh, so she had like a squash match. We see uh, MJF. I'm I love this dude, he's so 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 good. Uh, he talks some wrestlers, he just cuts a good promo, calls the wrestling legends insecure and says he mjf's been taking their spots at age 28 and uh yeah he's just he's so damn talented on the mic um mjf is a special special dude he's injury free and he's back next week to return to his throne um so yeah it was cool to see mjf cut that good style promo anything you want to add on mjf's promo bro uh no 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 he's gonna be back in action next week uh i it'll it'll be interesting to uh see him and warlow uh take the titles off of omega and hangman i think that would be interesting where does the hangman live does he face where the bucks are in, in I, I think he i think he's in virginia i think do you think he is the um the one who has suffered the most in terms of uh, like his character since this lockdown. Because yeah, because he was so, so over. So hot and so over. Um, but I trust AEW to get it right that when they bring him back, he could be like, it could be like a monumental pop if the fans are there. Um, we next had John Moxley versus Frankie Kazarian. This was a good match. I loved this match, actually. I was really, really enjoyed it. It's good to see Mox do the entrance with some people in the in the crowd. Yeah, good to see that. I I was glad they gave Frankie a bit of. Uh, but, but after after the match was the real story, sir, because we had Mister 
Brody Lee come out and attack John Moxley and stake his claim to the AEW World Championship, and that match is going to happen at double or nothing. I think it is really soon for this to be happening, but when you kind of look at the roster, like who the hell else do you really put in this position? There's nobody else, honestly, which you, you can't. I, I don't think you should run back Omega and Moxley is too early for that. I, I, I can't see Moxley versus Jericho running it back. Uh, like it's, it's really nobody else to put in that position. You can't do Cody. Like you can't, I don't, I don't think it, I think it's too early to do MJF. You could do Wardlow, but like, that's like kind of just eh, like kind of whatever. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, we're getting Brody Lee versus Mox. So I, I think it's going to be a good match. And Brody Lee said, Mox, I'm not the same person that you used to look eye to eye with all those years ago. I am a different man. Good touch. So I was thinking about this. Um, everyone expects Mox's, you know, you expect him to have like a nearly year long, like a long title run. So let's say for. You know, just for the conversation. What about if they told a story where uh, Brody Lee is just like beating up John Moxley? John Moxley won't stay down. He's covered in blood. He just won't stay down. He won't stay down. Eventually, the Dark Order attacks, and you know they they do something dastardly and hold beat him down, and uh, and Brody Lee is the leader, the exalted one. The Black Order, uh, the, the Black Order, the Dark Order <laughs> would be the AEW champion. How would you feel? About oh that, my sir? goodness! Uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't really know about about that one, but I, I do but think. How, how would you feel if they did that? Is what I, I don't think they will, but what if they did? I, I, I really, I can't call it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I like I like it's it's one of those things where I would probably just have to see it for my like see it in person and just know that instant feeling. I really don't know, but I I think as far as Moxie title reign, I think he'll lose it within the next two title reigns because they're doing the casino ladder match where the person gets a shot at the AEW World Title. Uh, I don't know who's gonna win that or who's in it. I think they're gonna announce the participants next week, but I think whoever wins that was probably gonna be the person that's gonna take the title off. Yeah, if they want to cement it as like their equivalent of money in the bank type thing, you need to cement it, then you. Because if the person who wins the title uh, shot wins the title, it makes the next year's casino ladder match mean so much more, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Brody Lee has rescued the Dark Order. I think he's made it real. Suddenly, it's like a... Credibility, man. Yeah, man. It's credibility. That's all it is. Good. I still think they could do with... I know they've got Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. I feel like they need um, like a number two who hasn't doesn't wear a mask. They, they No, they had, they had Preston Vance. That's, that's uh, Brody Lee's right-hand man. So who's that one? Is he the one? That, 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 that's the only one with no shirt. Yeah, got you. Okay. And he's taller than everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, next up, we had QT Marshall versus Brandy Rhodes. And, uh, sorry, with Brandy Rhodes versus Lance Archer and Jake Roberts. Um, Jake put the snake on her, man. Yeah, I, well, a couple of things. One, I'm not a fan of Jake Roberts being there at all. Him and uh, JR. And I know people say, oh, they... You know they they want to be there and they they 
you know, they've, everyone's being tested, but, you know, yeah, they, they, that's not they... going to be any consolation if they die. Look, let's put it, say it how it is. Um, Jake just got out of quarantine, so I don't know why he's there. Like he just got out of quarantine. Like he uh, did he did he pee like just let him come back in the house. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's gonna have to go through that again. But I mean, you know, I just think like have him cut video promos for now. Keep him safe. I I know that he's part of the act and and he's getting over. But come on, man. There's you know there's some things more important than wrestling um yeah but uh we got uh lance versus uh cody for the tnt title i definitely think uh lance should win if he doesn't i can see cody win and one thing that i would really like for that to have i would like for sammy gavar to be cody for the tnt title i think sammy gavar is up next i definitely do yeah i i would like i wouldn't be against that i would quite like lance Archer to win and that then be the start of a, a long, long-term Cody heel turn where he can't challenge for the AEW title and then he'd lost, you know, he, he got to the final of the tournament and then lost the big one versus Lance Archer and that's like the beginning of his descent into madness, if you get what I mean. Um, after the match, Britt Baker attacks Brandy Rose and she didn't... Hits her with a DDT on the uh, floor outside, and then she throws her in. Jake the Snake puts the snake all up in her business. Um, <laughs> no, not like that. You've, <laughs> you've, you've got a dirt, dirty mind. You just puts the snake on it and does that snaky stuff. Um, Les Sex Gods defeated, uh, with Jake Hager, defeated Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. Uh, in the street fight, which was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, i got to say, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy together, um, they're really entertaining because they've both got those crazy eyes. Um, there's a picture going around of them um, driving towards Sammy Guevara in the golf cart. I love that Matt, picture. Matt Hardy's driving and Kenny Omega's like pointing. That picture is excellent. Aisles. It's so good. But um, I wouldn't be against them, you know, having... That was like, a moment. A broken Kenny Omega gimmick. I could deal with that. Yeah, that was that that that, that was one of those. That was that, that that was definitely one of those wrestler moments. Mm. That, that definitely was. Uh, that was no good on them. And uh, I think they're gonna be teaming together uh, next week. Um, we get Santana and Ortiz. So you know that's gonna be interesting. I, I'm and also, sir. Also, we cannot we cannot not talk about this. Chris Jericho next week is facing Pineapple Pete. Sugar Dunkington, it is happening. Chris Jericho has literally got this man over talking trash about him on commentary to the point where the match is finally happening next week. Pineapple Pete versus Chris Jericho. That is how Chris Jericho literally has gotten this man over to the AEW audience. And now, for people that don't know Sugar Dunkington, like, please go check out his stuff. He wrestled in Glory Pro, he's been all over the place. Like, he's, he's a really good wrestler. But just the fact that Chris Jericho has been all, all he's been doing is talking trash about this dude on TV, and now he's about to get they about to do the blow off match, and everybody knows Jericho's gonna win. But like you know, I I think it's real good for um you know that they were able to you know do this little five week talk, trash talk thing and then finally do the match. So, mm. well, um, 
I saw something on Twitter yesterday about the, you know, the lady who sung uh, Jericho to the ring. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you want you, you want to you want I don't think you want to get into that, right? We we, we can talk about that off here. Alright, okay. Yeah, we yeah, talk about that all day, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> we talk, we I, about I just that. didn't see what it was, and I was not sure. So, yeah, okay, that's one for off the air. No yeah, that, 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 that's all um, day, bro. <laughs> uh, just before we do our Money in the Bank pre-predictions, pre, pre uh, I'll tell you my Rusev conspiracy theory, which I discovered. Um, so, Rusev hasn't commented if he, uh, at all about his release. He hasn't said anything. Um, and Lana's only done an in character. Now, Ru Rusev did a um, he did a Twitch stream yesterday. I mean, a, a video yesterday. Uh, okay. But, but, he, but he he was just talking. He just saying he was going to become a Twitch streamer, and he moved to LA. So. Uh, okay. So, um, this conspiracy theory was the reason he hasn't commented or he hasn't said anything is because he he hasn't really been released. He's actually signed to a, a like a new mega deal, and um. They just haven't announced it or anything because what they're going to do is they're going to have, they're going to slowly start sowing the seeds of Lashley being a dick to Lana uh, during the lockdown, and then when they have their starving fans back in shows, they'll ramp it up to the point where like he's you know standing over her, she's falling over or something, he's bullying her, and then Rusev Machka will hit. And he will save the day. He will reunite like Elizabeth and Macho Man Randy Savage. Lord the crowd mercy. will go wild. And Rusev and Lana will be reunited. And Rusev will become the WWE champion of everything. So, yeah, that's what I, I discovered people actually think. Do you think, out of ten, how possible is that? Negative two. You don't even think there's like a slight chance. Nope, not at all. You and I, and I, and, and I, no fun. And and, I, and and I'm not going to entertain your foolishness. I will not. Stupidity. <laughs> so so yeah. shall so shall we get to the money in the bank predictions after your uh? Yes, we should. For, 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 first first of all, when you last year when we first started doing earlier when we first started doing the podcast. Late last year, you and your Matt Riddle is going to win the Rumble and he's going to go and beat the Fiend at WrestleMania. No, 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 no. What you... I said, <laughs> they should have, uh, in Survivor Series, Riddle should have challenged and beaten Goldberg with like a, a really quick knee to the face. Then he should have won the Rumble and challenged Lesnar at WrestleMania and retired Lesnar. That was what I said they should have done. And I stand by that. <laughs> when, when, if if Lesnar's going to retire in the next two years, that's what they should do. They should have Goldberg. They should have Riddle come up, beat Goldberg, beat someone else, and then beat Lesnar into retirement, and make him their new legit superstar. And I'm I'm, I'm gonna beat I you into that shit. I'm gonna beat you into retirement. I'm gonna take over Ace Cast, Ace Podcast Nation. I'm gonna be doing a weekly show with Andy Campbell. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. But shall we get into Money in the Bank, sir? Yeah, man. Hit me so with we, some predictions. So we got the women's 
Money in the Bank ladder match representing Raw. We have Oscar, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax representing SmackDown. We have Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. They will be battling inside of Titan Towers from the first floor to the 10th floor, I believe, but the briefcase is. And then at that, you got to go to the ring, climb up the ladder, grab the briefcase, and this will be happening at the exact same time as the men's ladder match. So I'm pretty sure we're going to have some some in agenda stuff, hopefully. Will they, um, will they be battling from the windows to the door? What do you mean? From the windows to the floor. You're supposed to sing the next line of the song. Lord have mercy. Damn. <laughs> and, and you got the lyrics wrong. I know. I said the yeah. song, first of all, instead of the floor. I'm going to edit that. Yeah. So who do you think is going to win the women's Money in the Bank ladder? I about? think Oscar's going to win it. Ah. Ah. Okay. I'm. 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 I'm going to say, I'm going to say Shayna Baszler is going to win. I'm going to win the back ladder match. I'm going to go Shayna. Good show. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Otis, oh yeah, baby, um, and AJ Styles. Why is, why is always in the in the because he has personality and it's a sim- cinematic match. You can't leave him out. Can't leave him out. He, he's going to be the one to provide the laughs. You need it. Uh, for the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, who do you think walks out of this victorious? I would like to see Daniel Bryan win it um, because I think it brings his story with the Fiend full circle. Um, whereby, since he lost to the Fiend, um, he didn't turn, but he reverted back to his old, almost to his old NXT character, where he's got a coach and. And the thing which really launched him then was winning the money in the bank. Um, and I'd like to see him win it. But I think they will probably give it to Baron Corbin. There we go. So, uh, yeah. I'm I'm going to say Baron Corbin, but just for the fun. Just for the fun of it. I am going to say AJ Styles wins the money in the bank. And AJ cashes it on Adam Cole and wins the NXT Championship. Oh, that is my prediction. Boom. Like Boom. That is my prediction since I don't really see anybody in NXT right now being Adam Cole. How fun would it be to have AJ Styles go and do that and then right and then cash it in and then Raw get Charlotte Flair back when she loses the NXT women's title to either Candice LeRae or Yo Shirai or who else? Uh, Candice LeRae, Yo Shirai, and wasn't that it? And Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley yeah. yeah, there we go. So yeah, that's my prediction. I'm gonna go with AJ Styles and like Styles and NXT. Um, I like we, it. We got Braun Strowman defending the Universal Title against Funhouse. Funhouse, ladies and gentlemen, not the Fiend. Funhouse, Bray Wyatt. I think uh, Braun Strowman uh, pulls it off. But but for size prediction, uh, Baron Corbin does with Money in the Bank. I think we get King Corbin as the new Universal Champion. Yeah, um, I think that too. If they were taping this match, this is what I think would happen. But it's live. Yeah, if they had pre-taped yeah. it, they would have had uh, Braun Strowman about to beat Bray Wyatt. The lights go out, and then the fiend would appear, and they would kidnap Braun Strowman. And he, Braun Strowman would come back with his own fiend-like gimmick. But obviously, it's not. I don't believe it's going to be taped. So I think Baron Corbin probably cashes in. There we go. 
Uh, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Bailey versus Tamina. I think Bailey wins. Uh, I think they're still going to go with Bailey and Sasha at SummerSlam, wherever that may be. I don't think it's going to be in Boston. I don't think it's going to be at TD. I mean, um, Banks TD Garden. I don't think that's going to be the place. But I think the ultimate destination is Sasha Banks versus Bailey. And uh, yeah, I think Bailey's going to retain. Yeah, me too. Um, although I did hear rumors before that Tamina was looking to retire. And that they might give her a title run before she does. Um, That's proper. I just would like, just want. Then, do you need the title for Bailey, Sasha? If Sasha, you don't. If Sasha costs Bailey the title versus uh, Tamina. Tamina actually beating her clean. Well, yeah, like if say, like I know, there's like a miscommunication, and then between Sasha and Bailey, and then. Tamina hits a super kick into Bailey, and Bailey bumps into Sasha, knocks her off the apron, and then hits the, she hits the splash off the top rope to win. And then you've got the friction between Bailey and Tamina, uh, Bailey and Sasha, and you've got the title to have another program with Tamina and whoever. I'm going to go with Tamina to win. There we go. And shout out to Tamina; she's doing some great stuff on social media. She is, yeah. Just like that video about um. Her anger management was real good. Doing some great stuff, man. I don't understand why that's not on SmackDown, but hey. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We, we got Drew McIntyre, old Scots, defending the WWE Championship against the quote-unquote Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Uh, I think Drew retains. Uh, and next up for Drew, I believe, is going to be Bobby Lashley. And then Rusev's going to come back. Oh, here we go. Saved. Yeah, Bobby Lashley's <laughs> going to win the title. Oh, and then when Rusev <laughs> comes back to save Lana, like Rusev will be WWE champion, like I said. Um, no, I think uh, Drew McIntyre's going to win. He better win this. Um, I'll be furious and very disappointed if they put the title on Seth. Here we go. You, 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 you kind of got the Seth Rollins uh, hairstyle going on right now and the beard. Cy Rollins. Cy Rollins, ladies and gentlemen. I look better. <laughs> and we you, got the, you, you thought I shaved my head. Yeah, I definitely did. I definitely did. You bought that shit. So ne- yeah. next up, we got uh, the Fatal 4-Way match for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Oh, yeah, Cy, what do you think about, um, I think it's Jay or Jimmy. I think it's Jimmy Uso that's out for 69 months, torn ACL. No. Or, yeah, I think. Let, let me check. Uh, it, I, I, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. It, it, it's it's one of the twins. Let me check. Uh, let me check. It's it's one of the twins though. I believe it's Naomi's husband, which is Jimmy. Let me uh, let me just check that real quick, just to super super confirm. Check out post wrestling. Yeah, Jimmy Uso suffers knee injury and expected to miss six to nine months. Uh. Yeah, the the, uh, the injury happened, I believe, at WrestleMania 36. Yeah, so he's going to be out for 69 months. So Jey Uso is going to be on his own. But I don't I think this is a bad thing because I think this is the perfect time for Jey Uso to get a singles run and he could be in the Continental Champion. Yes. Didn't they sign uh, their younger brother as well recently? Well, that was a rumor. Oh, okay. But they should. They really should. They could. Um, if they did, they could. Replace him. Yeah, yeah. Not, re- not replacing Pooh. Not replacing, but like, yeah. Bring it yeah. on to keep him going. Um, okay, next. 
Uh, yeah, last match we got the SmackDown Tag Team Titles four way match. We got uh the New Day, Biggie, and Kofi Kingston defending against uh Lucha House Party, uh Grandmother League and Listen Dorado and the Miz and Morrison, and the Forgotten Trump supporters. I mean the Forgotten Sons, uh Steve Cutler, uh and Jack Jackson Ryder and or Wesley Blake. Are they Trump supporters, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh Jackson Ryder, he posted a picture on uh well did this one dude um uh, I think he po- he he had on a uh, "Make America Great Again" hat in a photo, and he was waving the American flag. And uh, uh, he I think they tagged Jackson Rocker in it, and Jackson Rocker was like, "You better wave that flag, boy." Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a uh, that was something. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm, it, it it's it's not like I'm surprised or anything. It was, you know, I just like taking shots at him. So I I think that they will win. Ugh. Why, why you gotta do this to me, brother? Why you gotta do this? Didn't say I want them to. Just think they will. I kind of do too, honestly, because they already pinned New Day. So, <sighs> yeah, it's yeah. What, it is, brother. What, 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 what a sad way to end the review. Yeah, what a sad tragic. Way. That's no tragic. Way. That's oh yeah, Rusev and Liz- Rusev and uh, Lana being this twenty twenties. Macho Man and Elizabeth. That's that's how you finish a show. That's look, uh, to wrap it up. That. Imagine that finishing WrestleMania. Lana on Rusev's shoulder with the title over her shoulder. Jesus, that made me cry. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting emotional just thinking of it. No, you're not. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do, 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 do not listen to Sai. He's not emotional, but. Oh, did, uh, to wrap it up, did you get a chance to see the Herb Abrams dark side of the ring? I did, yeah. What a he, what a he, <laughs> what a what a guy. <laughs> that if, there, if there's one thing I can say about Herb Abrams, that man lived his life, and that that is oh all. That, that 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 is what we can say about Mr. My Herb. My favorite, my favorite quote of that um, that documentary was that uh, one of the guys said, um, uh, and they told me that he was found covered in Vaseline and cocaine. And I just laughed because it was just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what is going on with this show? Like, um, uh, he, he, was, he was quite quite the individual that was uh, obviously a fan of pro wrestling, but I think his his his, his desire to uh, Coke and hookers. I I I just think he couldn't let it go of the party life. Yeah, he couldn't let it go. Much and more di- diplomatic than me. Yeah, uh, he 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 couldn't. Mister Herb Abrams couldn't could not let it go. Uh, but yeah, I I, I saw one of the dudes. He, uh, at the end, he said he died doing what he loved. Uh, <laughs> cocaine and hookers. So <laughs> that was <laughs> that was that was quite the uh, that was quite the story from Herb Abrams. Man, I I never heard anything. Like that, and I, 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 the one part that was really uh, interesting was when he, 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 he used money that he really did not have to bring Andre the Giant into the promotion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and and then Vince McMahon was like, ah, yeah. and when they brought Andre right back. So yeah, that was a, uh, that was something. Some crazy stuff. But then what's he, the, he, he, this week's one. Oh, the Royal Warriors. Oh, is it? That'll be good. Hopefully, hopefully they talk about the racism in the comments that they made, but I definitely don't think they're gonna talk about that. But you know, that's just me. 
That just means. I just, I just think they're going to. Touch that. We'll nah, they, they ain't gonna touch. Of course, of course, of course they won't touch on that. I, I'm kind of disappointed that they won't, but you know, I, I think they really should because I think you need to tell the whole story and not just the the Hulk portion of the story. Like we all know what happened to Hulk and his yeah uh, dealings with drugs and stuff like that. But I feel like you really need to tell the story because yeah, uh, you know, Animal ain't such a nice dude. Like he's not a saint at all, and nobody is. But I feel like when people say things like that, like racist comments and stuff like that. Or, prejudice comments or whatever it's like you need to call them up call them on they shit about it but uh you know it is what it is but the episode that i know everybody's really looking forward to is the season finale which is of owen owen hart and i'm really looking forward to that, is that I, ne- that's next week is that yes sir that is next week so there's two left yep that is next week i'm really looking forward to that um we'll definitely review that oh yeah for sure for sure uh and yeah that's pretty much the show tonight is the go home um episode of money in the bank for smackdown so by the time you all listen to this uh you can go ahead and get ready for uh money in the bank and this weekend on the wwe network i think is going to be Shayna baszler's chronicle and the first episode of the undertaker's last ride series which is going to be really 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 good um yeah that's going to be really sharp uh, undertaker said during the uh, thing that he was very disappointed in himself for the match that he gave Roman Reigns at Mania 30 and he felt very sorry but very disappointed for Roman Reigns because he had to deal with that so mm. you know that was quite the quote Yeah, quite the quote be an interesting one to watch for sure mate um, you can find Andrew on Twitter at adthompson underscore underscore subscribe to his YouTube channel which is youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews custom URL subscribe to Ace Podcast Nation youtube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation best way to support the channel best way to support Andrew's channel most direct way currently is by subscribing to YouTube you can also find the audio versions of all our shows at uh, the usual places podcasting apps and radio apps Andrew it has been my pleasure again Always love, Sal. Always love, brother. I appreciate you having me on. Always a good time doing the podcast. Uh, Next week, we're going to be starting our Royal Rumble, well, our 2003 pay-per-views. Royal Rumble 2003, No Way Out 2003, WrestleMania 19, Backlash 2003, Judgment Day 2003, all the good good shows uh, from the the golden era of, of, of world wrestling entertainment. So, from 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 side Ace Podcast A Podcast Nation, from Andrew Thompson, we are out. Podcast Network.